0: Welcome back to my dad's podcast, season two, My Blackest Challenge National. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram. Hope you enjoy the show. Bye!
1: And welcome to my Black is Transnational. My name is Dr. Kalachi Bay Lambert, and coming up on today's episode, I'll be having two guests, not just one, but two guests, who will be talking about their company and their initiative and how they are providing the authentic cultural experience for people who are transnational or want to be transnational. So we'll be talking about a company called Discover Giddy. And what Discover Giddy does in order to be able to bring people back home and allow them the opportunity to have a good time and enjoy Africa and other parts of the diaspora. But before we get into that, let's go through our formalities. If this is your first time listening to My Blackest Transnational, you can subscribe. You can find this show on any of your favorite podcast listening platforms, whether it's Google. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to good podcasts. If you want to learn more about this show, you can visit our website at blacktransnational.wixsite.com slash podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at mbtransnational. And we just created a new business podcast page on Instagram called Black Transnational Podcast. And you can find that on IG. If you just want to follow me on IG and see what I'm up to, you can follow me at Black Transnational underscore. All right. So these are the many ways that you can get in contact with us. And also, I also need to add, if you listen to this on the Anchor app, which is our flagship recording um, uh, application or platform, you can also leave a voice message. You can leave some feedback and we'd really love to hear more from you. We'd love to see you rate and review the podcast on all these other platforms so that we can know you know, where we're at as far as our um, providing you good um, content for your listening satisfaction. And we just want to hear back from you, especially if you're interested in participating in our Let's Just Conversations. You can find that on our website, as I mentioned already. All right. So back to what we're going to be talking about today. This is the first time that I've ever had two guests on the show at the same time and today we'll be having on the two co-founders of a company called Discover Giddy that was created with the intentions of being able to have people ultimately have the cultural travel experience that's authentic and this was discovered by two gentlemen Ugo and Chidi who are both Nigerian men who live in the United States but really wanted to create an opportunity for people to go to travel back to Africa and other parts of the diaspora and have a good time. I mean, if you've listened to this show before, you know that in season one, I think it was episode eight, that I had a guest called uh, I guess Dr. Omavi Bailey, who came and talked more about the experience of the doorway of return and having people come back to Africa, specifically Senegal, to be able to retrack the steps of their, of their ancestors and, and be welcomed back. I say retrace not retract but this situation with discover giddy is very similar but i think in addition to that they also provide the opportunity to be a little bit more festive and and i think they allow for you to 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 come back to africa they started specifically in lagos nigeria and you they um, create the experience and itinerary for people to travel back specifically during the good times of the year like winter time Christmas time and you come to Lagos Nigeria and you truly experience it and I speak from a personal experience when I say that sometimes coming to Nigeria especially for someone whose whose family is from there who was born there coming to Nigeria sometimes during the winter time you kind of feel like you're not experiencing it at all as a transnational I go back and forth to Nigeria but most of the time when we're there we're just home like we're just you know, sitting at home, relying on family members to take us places and and, you know, to have a good time waiting on our cousins to be able to come through and pick us up and take us to the club or wherever we needed to go. And I think what Chidi and Ugo have um, discovered, um, no pun intended, was that they can be able to create that experience where you can come to Nigeria, you can come to Africa, you can go to the Caribbean and be able to have a good time um Experience the country, experience Lagos, experience Accra, um, in a way that you've never seen before, and 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 they provide everything that's needed. And it was just a, it was just an important. Critical and very fun conversation that I have with the two gentlemen, just about how they went about discovering this, why it was important, and how they go about moving forward. And, and I think that this is something that you will also enjoy. And for people who can relate, I think it's important to be able to listen to this closely and try to figure out how you can be able to participate in this. If you've never had that opportunity, if you're an African American or someone just interested in going back to going to Nigeria for the first time and really want to get that experience of what it's like to just enjoy being in a country that's not necessarily the um, the islands or is, is a country that you've never really heard of before, but you still want to know how to enjoy it, I think this company, Discover Giddy, really shows you how to go about doing that. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. I'll stop talking here when I'd like to introduce you to Chidi and Ugo from Discover Giddy. Enjoy. Hello everyone, welcome to My Black is Transnational. And today I have on two guests on the show. We do the two for one special. This is the first time I've ever had two guests on the show at the same time, but this is an important one. Um, we have a, a, a two um, founders of, an, of a company that I just feel is very innovative and and just unique. And I think it's on the up and up uh, for what I think is important as far as the transnational experience and reconnecting Black people specifically back to the native homeland, uh, discover Giri, um, which is uh, which will you know we'll have them introduce it. But I wanted you all to know about it that I think is a very very special group, and you all need to know about it. So we have today Mr. Ugo Obilo and Chidi oachuku who are both on the line. So welcome to the show, bros. How y'all doing? Yo yo, good. how's it going, cool, man? You. It's good. Thanks for it's having good. Yeah, man, I'm glad that y'all actually, I know you all are busy, y'all in New York City right now, probably setting things up for the post, you know, um, uh, Nigerian Independence Day uh, celebration. So I know you all are busy. So I appreciate you all taking the time to even spend, you know, spend some time with us to just share what you all do. So if you all can take a moment one at a time to just introduce yourselves and what you all do, we'd appreciate that.
2: go? go ahead. Okay, me go first. All right, so um, as mentioned, Ugo Obilo, um, I grew up in New Jersey. I now uh, kind of went the business route, <laughs> a little bit different than most Nigerians you may you may come in contact with outside of the doctor, lawyer, engineer. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, I I my career is in strategy consulting, so I focus on helping large corporations uh, with their strategic direction, uh, management consulting, that kind of thing. And so just really passionate about not just Nigeria, not just uh, my own heritage, but the diaspora in general. Mm-hmm. So our our business and our passions have, have met at this intersection of, of what Discover Gity is. That's
1: dope, that's dope. And Chidi, and what's up?
3: All right. So my name is Chidinma Um I was born in Lagos, Nigeria. Moved to the states in 1998. Um, I am currently a network engineer at the Kansas City Public Schools, and um, I love traveling. Traveling is my drug. It's my passion, and um, taking people back to Nigeria is something that we've always aspired to do. So. Um mixing both uh, passion and, and love for home is what kind of brought us to Discover Giddy. So, right.
1: so like, so I mean, now, um, Ugo, were you born here or were you born in Nigeria as well, like Chidi? No, I was actually born in New Jersey. You born in New Jersey. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like, I want to know, how did y'all go ahead and like, how did this Discover Giddy idea? I know, um, Chidi, you kind of talked about it a little bit. But like, how did you all get to this point where you said, okay, no longer is this an idea, bro. Like, let's get this thing moving. Like, how did y'all figure there was a gap that, that was worth bridging?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's a question that we get a lot. Because as you might know, going to Africa, going to Nigeria is not something that people that aren't from there do right. uh, very frequently. Or, you know, it's not something that, that is talked about that much. And as Cheating mentioned, you know, he has a, a passion for travel um, and his passion really rubbed off on me in terms of wanting to travel, wanting to see the world. And so it's, it's kind of a funny story. I'm going to be as candid as possible. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, we were on a trip in, in uh, Costa Rica. We were, you know, having a few drinks enjoying and just talking about like how bad the trip was Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were we were like man this trip is awful um there's there's so much opportunity to have like different amenities different things for the guests of the trip and it could have been so much better um so it just we got to thinking in our like inebriated mindset like hey like (laughs) why why are we spending so much money seeing other places and bringing people to, you know, all these other places when we can really do this 10 times better at home Mm -hmm. in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of sparked the, that was literally the catalyst for us coming home from Costa Rica and really, really putting the pen to paper and figuring out how we can execute on this mission. So That was uh, January of 2017, and we gave ourselves a distinct goal of getting this not just off the ground, but having people in Nigeria by December by December 2017, and and that's what we did.
1: Wow, to get it done within the span of a year—I mean, that's amazing. But I mean, you all really had to hit the ground running as far as reaching back to like Nigeria and like just hitting folks up and just being like, "Yo, this is what." Like, did you all have to really do that, or y'all just said? Y'all just brought people to um brought people to Nigeria and was like, yo, we're here, let's just figure it out.
2: I mean, Chidi can speak to to that <laughs> to, to that portion um of of being in Nigeria and and kind of uh doing a bit of groundwork as well. So basically well Hugo, let me just pick it back off what Hugo said.
3: We went to Costa Rica and there was probably like 50 or 60 people that was there with us. Um, and we were like, wow, there's, there's no, like, um, there's no flight deals to Nigeria. There's no Groupons mm-hmm. to Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not, Nigeria isn't an enticing place where people want to go and, and have a good time, you know? And we were like, why can't we do this in, at the crib? Mm-hmm. And so, like he said, that happened in January and in April, I went to Nigeria. Um, I was there for my sister's wedding. Um, so As I was there, you know, for my sister's wedding, we kind of got stuff going, and uh, my cousins helped us with a lot of the the groundwork, and we kind of set things up, um, found a place to stay, and um, then in December, it it took off. Like, It was actually rough. The first year was rough. Um, Mm -hmm. We had about nine people that came with us the first year, and um, to to be quite frank, we took like a $3,000 loss because we didn't know exactly what we were doing and we didn't price everything correctly because, you know, Nigerians are scammers and people think that, Oh, oh is this real? Like, is this legit? Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so we, we were charging people like 500 bucks for lodging for five days, transportation and meals. Oh. And that's, that you that doesn't happen anywhere. In the <laughs> that's enti- a come up, bro. me, <laughs> hear me? Hear me so, yeah, it was just it was just kind of like a learning experience. But um, we learned trying to have something in something like this in Nigeria is is damn near impossible without being on ground. But we still made it work um, year one. And although it was stressful, it was it was still pretty successful. And then um, the next year in 2018, we uh, we had about 40 people come with us, and uh, I can let Ugo talk about that a little bit and how some of the people that we even had were celebrities, um, pull up with us, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I wanted, I mean, so I definitely would like to know, Rigo, maybe you can speak on this, but I wanted to know, how did y'all go about recruiting people, and just saying, like, yo, like, come, like you said, um, before, uh, Chidi, you were, like, people are kind of hesitant about going to Nigeria, so, like, how did y'all go about recruiting people? Were they, like, was it just, like, people that you were close with, you, like, your pilot group, was it just, like, your friends and families, or did you have, like, an actual recruiting process, a marketing thing to just get people to just sign up.
2: Um to I, I mean there's Chidi touched on so many different points that 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 it's like is hard to to just dive right into your question immediately. Okay. But just to just to bolster a few of the things that he mentioned, um that first year was tough. <laughs> that first year I don't think we it would be on like under Saying tough is an understatement, because what we really, what we really ran into, um, which kind of was the was the stem of of a lot of our issues, was there was a fuel shortage in Nigeria. So a lot mm-hmm. of the agreements that we had, a lot of the things that we had uh, planned out, were almost null and void when we actually arrived in Nigeria, because you know because of the inherent inflation when you have um you know less supply and a high demand right. and so that li- really taught us a lesson and we learned by fire and by force that <laughs> you know this is <laughs> this is not a small thing that you can just uh cut <laughs> we we were pretty much giving it away to people right um speaking to our to a marketing a marketing technique we were we were pricing it so low so that with the anticipation that people would be um very likely to join us. And, you know, I, I think healthy skepticism and just the, the, the situation that we were dealing with led us to not have as many people as we thought. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that we were able to bring people or bring on extra people. And I, you know, recruiting is not, (laughs) is not necessarily the right way to put it, but we, I think when you have something where you are so passionate about it Mm -hmm. and it is a great opportunity for people, they, they will come to you. And so we did have a mix, you know, we, we, we tried to document our experience to the best of our ability Mm -hmm. uh, with the resources that we had. And we also, we used our, we used the common channels that people use now, you know, whether that's our Instagram page. Uh, A lot of word of mouth, our website to really let people know that, yes, this is what we did and and it is possible. and, And it is probably what it could be one of the best times of your life if you if you just, you know, remove that single story mindset of, okay, I don't know what it's like in Nigeria or I don't know what it's like traveling to Africa and say, you know, I wonder how this experience would be and how this would help me or how this would be fun. And just taking that leap. So the way that we really got people was just showing them that it was possible to go to Nigeria and have a good time. And then people wanted to see that, wanted to have that experience for themselves. Wow. Yeah, sort of. To,
3: to, to uh, go back and answer your question also. Um, the entire 2017, we literally, you know, we created an Instagram page, got our website going and all that stuff. But we were talking to people um, we were word of mouth, you know, I've traveled to about 10 countries that year wow. and everywhere that I went, every city that I went to, um, I was telling people, um, Nigeria, like it's Nigeria, trying to make content for it. So we were heavily recruiting the entire year. But I think one thing that we didn't realize is that we were, we were too focused on trying to get Nigerians to come mm-hmm. because but man, we're going to keep it real with you. Nigerians are, are super, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what uh, you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm not trying to, you know, Nigerians. One, they don't want to spend money, and you know, especially it's the crib. So it's like these are people who haven't been back to Nigeria, and mm. Lord knows how long. Because exactly, people go, people go to Nigeria, like, and stay with their parents, and are bored all it's the official time. Official formal
1: business. You
3: know, yeah, exactly. So like, we know how to move in Nigeria. We know how to have a good time. So we spent a lot of time, you know, focusing on Nigerians. We went to a couple of events, um, trying to recruit Nigerians, and it, it kind of didn't. Pan out to exactly what we thought, so we were like, "All right, bet." So you know, we went with the people that we went, and um, it was a, a, it was a couple of our close friends, and it was a couple of people that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, we, it was about nine of us, and when we went and really enjoyed, although it was stressful, like people were like, "Oh, this is legit. Like these dudes know what they're doing," and that's kind of how it went.
1: Yo, you know I love I love the fact I love your candidness as far as just understanding how our people are, man. Um, of course. Bro. Especially because like, you know, you're just like why am I why do I have to pay this to go to Nigeria? Like my uncle All lives right. there, my auntie All lives right. there. And, like so so I you know, but what I think is interesting is that you you hit on something that's really really interesting. A lot of us do go home, but we go home on formal business, right? And there's lots of us, especially those who like grew up here, who don't mm-hmm. know how to truly it, it, it takes a special type of skill to navigate Nigeria.
2: Like, because you
1: driving, learn how to even manage that traffic, especially if you're talking like Lagos. So you have to learn how to navigate traffic. You have to learn how to like you know talk to people and make sure people don't finesse you. Because if they they can smell the Yankee on you, and all of a sudden, right. so so if you don't know how to properly navigate, you know people feel a little little skeptical. Like like Ugo mentioned. Um, so so who like who are the majority of your your um, your clients? Where they you said close friends, but were they like African Americans? Were they mixed? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll speak
2: to that a bit. Um, and just to like take a bird's eye view and, and to see, I think with with business and with what we do, you have to you have to learn and quickly implement those changes that you learn. Right. Um, right. In order to stay alive and stay afloat. And so to really dive a little bit deeper on what, our, what we thought our target market is and how that has evolved is because So, what happened? We really wanted to set up a place initially for people that go back to Nigeria and don't know how to enjoy Nigeria. So, our initial target market was Nigerians that we wanted to, we really wanted to give them an opportunity to enjoy during that time period. We wanted them to not sit at home. Um, and stare at the ceiling in the village right. <laughs> or you know we wanted them we wanted to give them the opportunity to you know leave the village and really enjoy Lagos and all of its wonderful festivities right and so as the as we like were marketing to these people and and really trying to uh, reach out to those people we really saw that there was a, a level of of, of resistance that we weren't expecting, because if you really, if you really are objective about it, having a five day experience where you're, you know, transportation, meals, entertainment for five hundred dollars, it's, I, you know, That's steal, you said, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I like. I don't even know where I would find that, but I would pretty much go anywhere if that was available. Heck
0: yeah.
2: And so. As we as we were just putting it out there and letting people know that this opportunity was available to be in Nigeria, and have you know this fun experience, it our market actually shifted because you know we had a lot of um, Caribbean people, a lot of African American people, a lot of a lot of people of different backgrounds that just saw this as an opportunity and were extremely interested. And so as we the opportunity evolved our target market really shifted to giving people the opportunity to go back home or to get in touch with their roots Mm -hmm. and where, where they wouldn't other otherwise have the opportunity to do so. And we also realized that that's something that we are, you know, almost just as passionate about as giving, you know, other, other Nigerian people the opportunity to explore Nigeria um, effectively as well. And so, you know, as far as like getting people and, and bringing people on and, and all that, it was, it was really just a very organic experience. We even had, um, um Natori Naughton who plays, uh, Tasha in the show power, yeah. one of, you know, a great show. Everyone loves it. Um, you know, through our network, she reached out to, she reached out to me and I was able to not only help with the visa process and making sure that they were, her and her guests were, were, you know, good to go, which is a whole other onion that we can talk about, (laughs) but just making sure that their that their experience was as complete as possible and providing enough suggestions and, and places for them to stay, et cetera, et cetera. And really giving them the opportunity to see Nigeria in, in a light that, you know, not many others would be able to see. And, you know, she came really enjoyed herself with us. Um, just really let let loose in terms of uh being able to dance and enjoy and eat the eat eat all types of nigerian food and and just have a really authentic nigerian experience and so that is something that you know is is, drives our passion giving people an opportunity that they wouldn't otherwise have
1: i mean i think that's fantastic to even have someone in within this the first year i mean and a half or so of Y'all just starting is to have someone like you know who plays um I always forget her name but plays Tasha on uh on Power to 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 get that type of um gravitation or have that type of gravitas already is uh is fantastic so uh so like so what do y'all do when it comes to when people who haven't been. Come to you and and start to bring their skepticism and say, Hey, look, I've, you know, I hear about the corruption. I hear that there's no light. I hear that there's this, that, and the third. Like, so I don't know. Should I feel safe? I hear about these kidnappings. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you, how do you quell all those fears?
3: So, rumors. We, we get, we get that uh, a thousand times, even till today. Like, this is our third year going back and we still get questions like that. So we basically tell them, like, we, we want to make people feel safe. We want to make people feel comfortable. So with Discover Giddy, we have um, security. We have uh, uh, transportation with uh, full security, detailed security, mm-hmm. um, to escort our, our guests from the airport to the location that we're staying, which is usually on uh, Lagos Island.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and it, and we showed them, like, look at what we did last year. Look at how we, we showed them exactly what we did. And People see how we were literally enjoying and, and 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 just going places without any issues. You know what I mean? Um, because everywhere we stay is fully secured um, with uh, security and and it's uh, it's safe. The, the thing about it is, people fear what they don't know. Right. So exactly. <laughs> if they don't know, like this place is not as bad as it seems, they're gonna have their doubts. So we basically just show them exactly what nigeria is like we we tell them you know take a leap of faith trust us we won't lead you astray you know what i mean like we're 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 humans too and we're, we live in the states and we go back all the time without any issues and and they eventually trust us mm-hmm.
2: and, and and just to <clears throat> just to bolster that point a bit i think that like she said yeah people fear what they don't know but it really speaks to that the the viewpoint of People are very, very ready to go to a lot of unknown places. Um, but then when it comes to traveling on the African continent, a lot more questions come about. yeah um, people are, are way more skeptical or they, there's there's really not enough positive imagery in the media on what the real African experience is. So people they develop this single story, they develop a very narrow, focused, narrowly really focused mindset because they there's not enough in the media. There's not enough material out there showing people just living a normal, fun life in, in Nigeria, which is which is what you see when you actually go there. But if someone is really thinking about like, oh, there I heard there's kidnappings. I heard there's corruption and, mm-hmm. and this and that. That's what a lot of countries face. That's what a lot of places around the world face. And when you really think objectively about it, it's just because there's not enough positive imagery in the media yeah. that shows actual everyday life or, or real experience, a real African experience. And that, that is another thing that we really try to target. We really try to show people that, you know, just come here let loose. It's, it's no different than going, you know, tons of people go to Thailand, tons of people go to Brazil, tons of people go to these other countries. And they, those countries deal with their own issues as well. But you see more a more well-rounded picture of what experiences is like. Experiences are like in those countries, and so that's why um, you know that's why we do what we do. We really want to. What our our slogan was changing the conversation, mm. and that is, that is extremely important to us because it's like we want to change the conversation around traveling to Nigeria, whether that's for somebody that. It's from nigeria and they don't know like oh it's boring or they don't have the the view of oh i, I can have fun versus someone who who's never been and is skeptical it's like you can change let's change the conversation to i want to go to nigeria i want to travel to africa i want to have a great time and this is the this is at the top of my list of places that i need to go
3: correct changing the conversation like google said is uh, a model of us that has been stuck since we started this, because we literally want to change the conversation of the perception of Nigeria specifically, because Nigeria is told it is uh, such a bad place and all this just negativity. And we want to change that conversation because it's home. Like that's where, that's where we're from. And it's dope. Nigeria is dope. People don't realize that people sleep. Um, People sleep.
0: (laughs) <laughs> people hearted, <but> they <laughs>
3: sleep bro. late, and the thing about it is like, the, we went to Ghana last year as well, and you know the year of the return, all the celebrities went to Ghana, mm. and um, people have Ghana really hyped this year, yes, um, which is great for Africa as a whole, um, but we don't want people to sleep on Nigeria, like exactly. because Nigeria is. <laughs> You know, I I, I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying, like, biased. Do it, my
1: friend. Do it.
3: (laughs) But Nigeria is dope. And Nigeria is doper than Ghana. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to be like, you know what I'm saying, like, pushing Ghana to the side. Because we're going there. We're taking people to Ghana as well. Um, But we just want people to really know that Nigeria is such a fireplace. And even, I'm telling you, like, we brought, there were a couple of people who have never left the country. Like, I mean, yeah. never left the United States. They came with us last year and they were so, they, they felt at home, man. They felt touched. Um, we have, we have videos, um, on our Instagram and our YouTube, you know, of these people who had never like left the country and they thoroughly enjoyed it. Being in Nigeria, being in Africa is a different feeling compared to like going anywhere else. You know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah.
1: Bro, let me just interject really quickly because you all hit a hit me in my spirit real quick because I have to I have to speak uh, like and just kind of confess in the sense of I'm one of those people who like want to go home and just enjoy home like I go home often right but I'm going home and I'm spending like I'm you know I brought my wife with me last year this was the second time right and the year before that 2017 we went to Nigeria again but we in Abuja. And I'm just speaking candidly, like spending time at my Popsy's house in Abuja. He's not even even in like Abuja proper, right? The guy is in like in a suburb somewhere in Abuja, in satellite town. Guy is so dry. (laughs) So like, so for me, right? And I'm bringing my wife there who's American. My wife is not Nigerian. My wife is African-American, but she's very open to the culture. So I'm telling her like, look, babe, I swear to you, like, yo, Nigeria can show you how to spend your money, right? Like if you really want to like, if you really want to live that life, don't even worry, like So we go to Lagos for a little bit, spend some time on my mom's side, and it was decent, right? But for me, you know, coming here at a young age, but going back and forth from time, but I still haven't been able to experience Nigeria as an adult where I properly have the tools to navigate. So like when I bring my wife to Lagos, the second time I brought her around, this time we went to the village, like we went to Emo State. And okay, you already know how that goes, right? So there's nothing there. This is like formal official business, bro. So we're in a worry. So like I'm and she's looking at me like, okay, I'm here for the second time around. Yes, all the cultural things are smooth, but I'm trying to enjoy. Like, we're, we're what do, what do we do? We're just sitting here like looking at Nepa turn on and off, like I need better things, you know? And I'm sitting there like, babe, I swear to you, like the next time we go, we're not gonna do this. I'm gonna go. And and so it's 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 I fall into that category of people who want to take my friends, my family to show them though, like I see it because I, and I hear it from my cousins and everybody, Nigeria is lit, like, depending on whichever island you want to go to, Ikoi, and, you know, if you want to go to Banana Island, all these other places, there are places where people shine, you know, but we don't, we don't talk about it, because as Ugo mentioned, this positive imagery is not, there's not enough of it, and Ghana gets a little bit more of it, and don't get me wrong, Ghana is fun too, as you mentioned, Ghana has a lot of good things, and there are a lot more, there's a lot more more images and you see a lot more media content related to what Ghana has to offer as far as tourism and things of that nature. So we get that, but I do agree as far as changing the conversation and adding to that, which is why I think what you all are doing a dope. But Chidi, you touched on it a little bit. What other countries are you all thinking about? Or is this strictly just Nigeria?
3: So um, we realized, you know, there's no flight deals to Nigeria. It's hard to get to Nigeria. You know, the flights are a thousand dollars off rip in december you know Mm -hmm. it's not going to be lower than that you know so people are paying close to fifteen hundred two thousand dollars um to get to nigeria so we definitely were like you know we we have to expand we want to show people you know about the African diaspora like everywhere you know and so we went to Cartagena, colombia Mm -hmm. fourth of july weekend and we had 150 people out there um it was incredible, man. The, the experience was, was so dope. Um, we visited this uh, free town called Palenque. Um, man, it, everybody should do their research on it. I don't want to go get too deep in it, but it was such a dope experience. We um, brought uh, school supplies and donated it to them. Yeah. Um, but we're definitely expanding. So we went to um, Columbia in 4th of July. We're going to Nigeria this December. And then uh, we're going to have four locations next year. Um, We haven't announced it yet. Um, We're going to announce it soon. We're just waiting on um, a flight situation to come through to see if people can book flights with us. Um, Announcements should be coming sometime this month. So, you know, make sure that you guys are following the page at Discover Giddy on IG and all that good stuff and uh, the announcements will go out. I and we it.
0: would love
3: to have you bro. Oh no, don't even don't wife. even
1: hesitate. Listen man, y'all are y'all are the plug <laughs> as far as I'm yeah. concerned. I'm about to tell, you know, my wife is going to definitely she she produces this show with me, but she's going to be on here and she's going to be like, "Yeah, we need to do this next time. We're not going to tell your parents. <laughs> we're just going to come to <laughs> you." know what I'm saying? And, and act like we we were we had something else to do. So I think um because we I don't, I don't want to take too much more time, but we we we're, we're, we're still got a couple more questions I want to ask really quickly. One is if you can take for the listeners, especially I think a lot of us are curious to how your model, like how does it work? You said you had one hundred and fifty people come through, like so. How do you set it up? Do you have people buy their own tickets? Do you, do you do you all are you all the middlemen as far as setting everything up? I know Ugo, you mentioned how you set mm-hmm. things up for Tasha. So like, how does that work so that our listeners understand? Okay, well if I'm ready to sign up and come to Nigeria in December, here's what I expect will happen as far as the process mm-hmm. goes.
2: No, I, I mean, <laughs> thank you. I love this question. So, I think that our or what we would like to do, our goal is to basically have a a process that's stress free, completely. Mm-hmm. You just let us know that you want to come with us, make your payments, and we take care of the rest. Um, but due to the volatility of the prices on flights due to people leaving from different areas, flights, doing flight deals to Nigeria is is increasingly difficult. We tried to do it and learned learned that lesson. Um, So essentially what our model is, is everything but flights is what we take care of. So your entertainment, your transportation, your security, um, your food on ground, while you're with us is taken care of. You just need to get there. And we'll, we figure out the rest. And so that really enables our guests to, you know, just be free once they make their, you know, once they make their payments, once they make that commitment to say, Hey, I'm joining you guys in, in Lagos, Nigeria, I'm joining you guys in Accra, Ghana. I'm going to, I just need to put my trust and faith in the way that you guys have set up this program. And we really put a significant amount of effort into having a well-rounded program where people have both a very cultural experience, um, a very fun experience where they can, you know, party and enjoy and really see like how people enjoy life in these places. And I I mean, that's, that's just paramount for us because it's super important that when you travel somewhere, when you go somewhere, that you know where you are. I think that it's so easy to have that same experience. You go to, um, you know, I can go to anywhere in the Caribbean, or I can go to uh, uh, Cuba or or Colombia, and, and you know, have that same experience. Or I could really find how people live there, how people enjoy life there, what what people do that they're passionate about there. And so that's what we like to bring to life on our trips.
3: Uh, Really quickly, just to piggyback off uh, your question that you asked. So the way that we have it set up on our website, you go, you book, your lodging is taken care of, your meals and your transportation. You literally have to get yourself there and come enjoy. And we like nice things, man. So we're not going to, like, put people in a La Quinta or a Motel 6. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 a nice quality place of lodging and it's it's people usually enjoy like enjoy where they're staying you know what i mean and can can really be like oh wow this is this is this is great so
1: yeah so the trips that you all have when people finally get there and they get to their hotels and stuff you all have like a list of activities and you're just like hey this is we're having this at like seven o'clock come downstairs there's a bus the security is there and you go from there or there's somebody's like meet them at the airport to pick them up. Is there like a bus? Like, so how does that work when like you land and you finally get to Nigeria, for example?
3: So when you get to Nigeria, it can be, it can be stressful in the airport because uh-huh. um, people, Nigerians are really aggressive. Uh-huh. So um, we definitely have, like I said, we have a transportation team uh-huh. who will come. They will have your name. Um, they'll have a sign with your name on it um and so you know exactly who to go to so you're not you know scammed or distraught right. um they come in they escort them to the a car or bus and then they come onto the island it's just that simple Nice. Yes.
1: i mean that's 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 about as straightforward as you can get and that's good because i think a lot of the listeners um who haven't been that's some of the things that i know from conversations i've had in the past they will say like well i don't know because i've heard so much about you know coming to the <laughs> airport and people just like you know, saying all types of things and asking you for money and all that and not so exactly like knowing that there's somebody there who's already ready to like get them going safely is is very important. Um man, you know it's funny enough, I, I didn't how do you how did y'all meet? I forgot to ask that in the beginning. Like how did y'all even meet? Are y'all like, you know, was it like I I wanna know how y'all met. Man,
3: so we kinda grew <laughs> up together. No, nah, I'm kidding. We <laughs> Man, me and Ugo actually met in two thousand and fifteen. It's crazy. Really? Uh yeah, we just met only four years ago, we, uh, we met on a trip. So um, there was a bunch of African Greeks that, um, we, there was a group meet, and uh, we were like, yo, let's go to Vegas Memorial Day weekend. And uh, yeah, we actually met in Vegas. And when we met, I was like, yo, this is my bro, because I, I live in Kansas City, Missouri, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that there were other, like, young Nigerian professionals like my age who like lived in other parts of the states because like I, I like i've been traveling but like i've been traveling with like my american friends right so like when i went to vegas and saw like there was a big group of other africans like i was like oh nah like this is my bro like our our thought process is the same our goals are the same you know we're interested in the same thing we're both people and i was right. just, like yeah this is my
1: brother and like that's just kind of how we met so you said y'all you said african greeks what organization are y'all in
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go first because uh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I'm a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm a member of Omega Sound Phi.
1: Okay, okay, and I'm an Iota Phi Theta, so I'm just, it's, okay. so we're all Greek, I'm just, I'm curious. I just, yeah,
2: we're, we're all Greek, and we're all from emo Right.
1: And, <laughs> right, that is crazy. That is crazy. So, no, okay, so like, bef- just to kind of like wrap things up, it's interesting. I mean, now, you all <laughs> talked about, you know, creating an atmosphere where people have fun. What I really loved about discovering you all, no pun intended, was just the whole idea of, I had did, I had did a show, my last season with, um, one of, one of my, one of my friends who, uh, is a physician who runs this organization called Prometra. And what they did was similar to what y'all did, but it was a little bit more, um, I'm going to say a little bit more like ritualistic. And I'm, I'm, what what I'm saying is, is this thing called the doorway of return. And the purpose of this Prometra organization was bringing folks back to Africa, but they went to Senegal. And the whole point was to kind of take him through the, you know, the slave trade process and the and the doorway of no return when they were shipped off, but instead reversing it where now you are, you get to see, you get to be on the coast of the water and see where their, their ancestors were let off into slavery. But now you come back and you're welcome back and you go through this doorway of return, which I thought was very powerful. And then like, it was so funny, like the next day or so, I think, Um, you know, our mutual friend, Bello, had, like, just, like, shared this, your page with me, and I was like, wait, they do this in Nigeria? Like, are you serious? And, you know, but I, so I wanted to know, do y'all, do y'all also, like, outside of the the festivities and parties, do y'all do something similar to that, or um, is it just more Mm -hmm. so strictly focused on parties and things of that nature?
2: No, uh, you know, as as I mentioned before, we do like to make sure that you have an extremely well-rounded experience, and just to speak to what you just mentioned, we um, have a trip to Badagry, which is oh, yeah. essentially the uh, the the slave port in Nigeria, where we really had a a very full and well-rounded experience there. Where we saw the um, the barracoons where they were there was the uh, slaves were held. We saw the different homes, the first two-story home in. In Nigeria, then we actually rode in a a ferry of sorts Mm -hmm. and followed the entire path of someone that would be essentially shipped off. And this experience, Chidi mentioned it earlier. We had people that um, African American guests that hadn't ever left the country, and uh, and having the opportunity to follow the path and the actual footsteps of of our ancestors was, was an extremely impactful experience for not just us, but, but for them as well. And, you know, you know, there's, there's times when, you know, it was extremely emotional experience, but also something that, you know, you you can't even quantify the impact of of giving somebody the opportunity to, to have that experience. So um, we do, we do as many things like that as possible. We, we like to give, give a chance for people to understand that. The nuanced differences in the cultures of Nigeria. Uh, we like to give people a chance to really eat freely. What if they want to try different Nigerian dishes? If they want to um, look at different Nigerian pieces of art, really have that experience outside of you know just partying and and uh, you know popping bottles, which is which is fun. But that's not the only reason why we go there.
1: All right, all right, all right. No, that's dope. All right. So my last two questions. Um, one is, what do you all think is the future for Discover Giddy, all right? And the second one is, do you all feel like you all will have some competition, and you know, like how do you all are pre- how are you all preparing for that in the future?
2: T.D., I'll let you answer the first one. I will answer the second one. <laughs>
3: all right. um, the future of Discover Giddy is to continue to grow and uh, continue to change the conversation. We have to. Keep finding ways to entice people to come to Nigeria because that is the goal. Like, we, <laughs> the first year we had nine people. Last year we had 40 people, including Tori Naughton. We had 150 people in Colombia, mm-hmm. you know? So we're gonna expand and we're gonna go to different places and we're gonna, we want to, we, we want Africa to the world, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the model that we push. But the mission is to still bring people back to Nigeria. So um, that'll always be the mission. But we're growing, and that's the future of Discovery. Giving people the opportunity to travel and experience African culture in all these places—that's the future of Discovery. And um,
2: and you also brought up a valuable question around competition, and I think <laughs> just the the entrepreneurial mindset that a lot of uh, Nigerians are born with, and a lot of people are born with. But by the time we announced what we were doing, there was, you know, <laughs> a bunch of other groups that that popped up, advertising something very similar, um, looking to do something very similar. Um, and it was, and and to be honest, we're not the first ones that have ever done this. So let me let me say that there. But you know, I think that we are we are very confident in in the quality of our product and how much we love what we do that, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not a, a situation where we're worried about the competition because we don't want other people to have the same experience. We, we welcome other people to want to bring people to Nigeria, want to bring people to Africa because it really is part of our mission to change the conversation. And as many people that want to do that, that is welcomed. But I will say, if you are a glutton for that type of punishment, if you are looking to <laughs> to stress yourself out the way that we have, um, we welcome you to do that. And and I and I, I say that you know in jest, and I say that with uh, in a, a bit tongue in cheek. But I, we we really do mean that because people have the this this idea that you know it's it's we're just like putting something together. It's just a trip. Everybody travels. Let's just, uh, throw it together. But the reason why we welcome that, that people to do that is because we've learned so much. We were super stressed that first year. We, to probably most sane people, they would have realized after our experience that, Hey, maybe this is not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) And so but we picked ourselves up we learned from our mistakes we we adjusted our business model and we and we got back to it and and found success in year 2 and so it, again the the concept of there being competition or other people that are trying to do the same thing that's more than welcome and and we want people to to be more eager to travel to africa and, and african places um but you know, it's it's just very difficult and it's hard to do without, you know, the right resources and the right and especially the right knowledge. Um, so, yeah, as Chidi mentioned, we want, you know, it is Africa to the world. And, you know, it's it said we we're we're bringing Africa to the world, but we also want to bring the world to Africa. We want people to see all these different African places. We want people to be comfortable in not just their own skin, but in their own spaces. And that that is the the—the goal and the mission.
1: You know, I mean, I think that's a thats a fantastic way to just kind of wrap up this interview. Um, I definitely appreciate you brothers for taking the time in your day uh, to be able to share with us just your experience and just the, the development of something that I think is going to change, not just the conversation, but I think it's going to change a lot in the black community specifically, because one of the things my personal goal is to be able to bridge that gap between um, Native Native African Americans and African immigrants. And I think being able to start bringing African Americans back to Africa to let them know that it's okay to come home and it's okay to have fun and you can enjoy your life and not get caught up in all the shenanigans that go on here in the States and that you can feel at home with people who look like you, who want you home, who enjoy your culture, and you enjoy ours, um, I think it's going to really bode well for the state of just Black folks across the world once we're able to start coming back home and getting back to our roots and feeling comfortable with one another. So I, I appreciate what you all are doing. And I say this sincerely when I mean like, whatever I can do to support this, brothers, <laughs> please let me know. Um, I, I thank you all again for your time. Is there, um, you all have a, a, a way for people to follow you? I think, TD you mentioned it before. Can you repeat it again for our listeners? Uh,
3: yeah, so our Instagram page is discovergiddy, G-I-D-I. Just discovergiddy um, on IG. Um, we also have a Facebook page, but it, it's connected to our IG. Most of our media streams through there. We have a YouTube page as well. Just search discovergiddy and it'll pop up. Um, if you guys want to follow us personally, uh, my personal page is at Chitty Chitty
2: Bang. And yeah. Um, and also, our website is www.discovergiddy.com. So spelled the same way, discover in the traditional way, Giddy G I D I. And my personal page is Ugo ugo.chuku, C H U K W U.
1: Okay. Right. Well, man, Ugo, Chidi, again, thank you all for joining us in My Black is Transnational. Um, I really do look forward to having you all again, because I do think there's a lot more that we can talk about. And I do think that there's a lot more that I know you all will be willing to share with us in the future once you all continue to grow and blossom. man. So I just I appreciate you, brothers. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, yeah. man. So that's going to do it for this episode of My Black is Transnational. I'd like to thank our guests, Mr. Ugo Abilo and Mr. Chidi Huachuku, for joining us on the show and talking more about Discover Giddy. If you like what you heard on this show and you want to know more about the show or just listen to more episodes of the show, you can find us at any of your favorite podcast listening app platforms. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Or you can also check out our website at blacktransnational.wixsite.com slash podcast. You can follow me personally at black transnational underscore or you can check out our podcast instagram page at black transnational podcast so until the next time i'll be signing off i'd like to thank you all for listening my name is dr kalachi Bay lamberts my black is transnational and i hope by the end of this yours will be too peace